Hey everyone, I'm Danny Dumas and this is the Earn Your Title Podcast. This is a follow-up to last week's podcast, which was about hunting. Today we're going to be talking about protein, eating protein, and I'm going to make a case for eating animal-based protein. So let's get into it. What is protein? Protein itself is not a thing. Protein, protein is a, a delivery mechanism for amino acids. And if you weren't aware, uh, protein and the amino acids that it carries are essential to life, meaning if you don't eat enough protein, you die. It's extremely important. There are 11 amino acids. Of those 11, nine of them have to be consumed. The other 11, uh, we can, or excuse me, there's 20 amino acids. The 11 of them, we can create inside of our body. So we can take bits and pieces of other things and make them. The nine essential amino acids are things that we need to consume. And if we don't do that, we die. And many of the health problems that we see in the United States, at least, are from a uh, not getting enough amino acids through protein, and specifically animal-based protein. So why animal-based protein? I'm using an analogy. Uh, if you know, as humans, we're trying to recreate ourselves. We're trying to grow cells, or, you know, brain, organ, you know, muscle. All these things. We we have all these parts that we need to consistently recreate in order to live. And if you were trying to uh, recreate a computer, your computer was broken or you just had to fix some of the parts, and you had two options, one of those options would be to go to a computer junkyard. Every single thing in that junkyard was at one point a computer. You had the hard drive and the circuit boards and the memory and the screens and the keyboards. All You had all access to all of it. And that was computer junkyard. And it wouldn't be very hard to find enough pieces to recreate your computer. Now, another way to do it would be to go to a automotive junkyard because they do have some parts. They might have circuit boards. They might have memory. They might have, but it was none of it was designed to be a computer. It was designed to be a car. And that's why I see the difference in uh, vegetable-based protein versus animal-based protein. And when I mean animal-based, I mean obviously meat, but eggs, uh, milk, things that came from something that was, was alive. And it's all designed to make muscle, bone, tissue, brain, organs. It was designed to do that, where things like vegetables, they were designed to make leaves and branches and sticks and you know roots. So you, while you can get all of your protein from vegetable-based products, it is extremely hard and the amount of calories you need to consume, because there, you know, you can't usually just eat uh, protein. Vegetable-based protein usually has carbs and other things mixed in with it. The amount of total calories you have to eat make it hard to maintain an ideal weight and lose or and and gain enough protein. So it's important, I think, to have animal-based protein in your diet. Now, I'm not saying exclusively; like you shouldn't eat anything else. Um, at one point, I was a precision nutrition coach, and one of the uh, habits that they would have include, uh, encourage our clients to have would be to consume protein at every meal. And, and by doing that, when you're consuming protein at every meal and vegetables and fruits and, and these things, you're creating a net. And the goal of the net, or the goal of, of consuming food is to have no holes in your diet. And every piece of food is a net. There are some holes, meaning they lack certain nutrients. There's really no perfect food that like you could consume this natural food, and you would never need anything else again. Like we have to have a varied diet. The goal of a good nutritious diet would be to overlap 
all the food that you were eating so that you created this mesh. There's very few holes in it. You don't want holes in your diet. You want to completely cover it up. So uh, when you're eating protein, I would encourage white meat. I would encourage red meat. I would encourage fish. I would encourage you to have, you know, this or that. Have some vegetable base. What it's going to do, it's going to lay over all these proteins and nutrients and vitamins, and you won't have holes in your diet. One of the downfalls of the diet world where, you know, you exclude certain things is that you leave holes in your diet. You leave the ability for, uh, or the lack of ability of your body to perform certain functions you know, uh, I have some friends that did a fitness challenge, and towards the end, they were eating uh, broccoli, plain chicken breast, and a baked potato over and over. And that was, it definitely let them lose some weight. But one, no, no one wants to eat that. It's not exciting to eat broccoli, plain baked potato, and plain chicken breast. No one wants that. It's not, it's not something you can do forever. Now, I think there's times where it's okay to be very uh, strict and maybe trying to drop a bunch of weight for an event or something, and that's, that's probably okay because we're flexible. But in general, we should be eating a variety of foods. Uh, you know, in the, uh, in the 80s, the, uh, saturated fats and cholesterol became like just the absolute, you know, the demon. And because of that, People stopped eating things, protein, that, that was really good for them. And they started consuming pearly, super high processed foods that were high in calories because they didn't have fat or they didn't have saturated fat or they didn't have cholesterol. And it caused, you know, the obesity epidemic just skyrocketed. Uh, there is a theory called the protein leverage theory. It's put out in 2005 by David Robinheimer and Stephen Simpson. Basically what it says, uh, and they studied a bunch of animals and then they've recreated it in humans, is that we are driven for a certain amount of protein intake daily. And by driven, they mean your food drive. You are going to consume enough food to get the amount of protein that your body feels like it needs. And if your, your diet is deficient in protein, you're going to overconsume the calories of other foods in an attempt to get to that protein number because if you don't get it, you will die. You will die if you don't get enough protein. So, which means when you cut it out, like when you cut out red meat because you're worried about saturated fat, you start to consume higher levels of calorie-dense grains to try to get to the protein intake that your body needs. And, and I think that makes a lot of sense that that is why we overeat when we don't have enough protein. So how much protein? For the average... American man and female, I guess, uh, for this sake, it doesn't really change too much. You need 0.8 to 1 grams per pound of body weight. So a 200-pound man needs somewhere between 160 grams of protein and 200 grams of protein a day. Consumed at meals, consumed at snacks, consumed throughout the day, uh, just making sure you're getting uh, enough. And, and you need to have certain types of protein to meet certain goals. For instance, if you just wanted to have, uh, if you weren't worried about like uh, bodybuilding or any of that, just a general protein intake is, is fine. But if you are, you want protein or muscle synthesis, which is building muscle, you actually have to have a very specific um, amino acid, and it's one of the branch chain amino acids called leucine. 
So what happens when your body consumes protein? It goes into your gut. About 50% of that is going to be absorbed into your, your lining of your gut, go to, your, to the liver. The other 50, 50% eventually will go to your bloodstream and, and do all kinds of other things. And it's a super complicated uh, task, which, uh, you know, I've done some research, or I should say, I've listened to research by Donald Lehman. He's kind of like the guru of protein. But it's important. So you uh, you consume the protein. Well, if your liver doesn't consistently synthesize protein, you die. But your muscles are slightly different. Your muscles can actually wait and are off. The protein synthesis or muscle synthesis, meaning making of muscle, is a very expensive uh, energy expenditure. It takes a lot of energy to make muscle. So your muscles aren't making muscles every day. It's not taking that protein and doing it every day. It needs to make sure it has enough protein for your liver and your brain, all these vital ingredients, uh, vital organs where your muscle is not as important as growing muscle is not as important. So you eat. And if you have at least two and a half grams of uh, leucine in your diet, it's a marker that tells your body, hey, we're going to have enough protein, this leucine specifically, which kind of turns on building muscle to build muscle. And leucine, it's way more prevalent in animal-based protein than it is in vegetable-based protein. So if you're trying to gain weight, you're trying to get big and swole, whatever the word you want to use, getting protein that has enough leucine in it is really important. One of the recommendations is to get 30 grams of protein at every meal. Why 30 grams? Because the ratio of, of all the other uh, amino acids in there gets you to the two and a half grams of leucine. And, and that's important for that muscle growth. You're, you have to, which means you have to be conscious of eating it. Like you can't just like hope you get enough if you're wanting to, you know, get bigger, stronger, faster. It has to be a conscious effort to go out and to consume protein. I would highly encourage you to look at your diet. Look at your diet on a daily basis and ask yourself, am I getting enough? If you're trying to lose weight, you do have to cut calories, but do not cut protein. One of the uh, things they found when they did uh, study people who had like the yo-yo diet, they lost weight, they gained weight, they lost weight, they gained weight. What would happen is they would lose weight and then when they gained it back, when they came back, they were actually worse off because the weight they lost some of it was protein, uh, was, was muscle fiber. Muscle died and, and they didn't, uh, they lost it. And when they gained it back, they gained fat. So you have this lean muscle mass and you have your fat, your the, you know, body fat, and you, you go, you know, you're here, you go down and then you go back up. Well, when you go back up, the protein doesn't come back up, just the fat. So you're actually getting fatter every time you yo-yo diet, every time you go down and back up. So how do you prevent that? You don't cut protein out of your diet. You actually maybe even increase it so that as you're losing weight, you decrease the amount of weight that's in uh, muscle. You don't want that. We don't want to be smaller. We don't want to be, we don't want to lose weight at the extent of getting weaker, of losing muscle. If I said uh, you could deadlift 600 pounds and bench press 400 pounds and be super strong, and you had a nice waist, and you were cut up, and you looked good, you feel, felt good, but when you stepped on the scale, you were 100 pounds more than you wanted to be. I think we would also, yeah, I don't, I don't care how much I actually weigh. What I want is, is to feel good, to look good, and to be good. Well, in order to do that while you're losing weight, if you're, trying to, if you're heavier than you need to be, you have to eat protein. You have to. At the end of the day, what should you do? You should eat 
protein at your first meal of the day. And I don't say breakfast because a lot of times we think breakfast, we think early morning. And for uh, Americans, it's like dessert, right? Pancakes with syrup and all that. But that first meal of the day should have protein in it. It's, it's, uh, your body's kind of ready to consume it. And it's been 12 to 16 hours of not eating. And it's like, okay, when you sit down to eat, if you get that two and a half grams of leucine and the 30 grams of protein, your body says, all right, here we go. We're going to go build up the man, right? We're going to create strength. We're going to create muscle. So do that first. Get the protein first. If you think, uh, especially if you're trying to get bigger, you're trying to gain muscle, it's really important to do that first. Um, then uh, maybe a snack throughout the day and really just take a week and try to Try to get to your goal. So for me, I weigh about 200 pounds. I'm going to try to get between 160 and 200 grams of protein a day. And it is a little bit of work, meaning I have to think about it a little bit. Maybe I have to, you know, when I'm eating, get another chicken breast or salmon filet extra instead of the rice. But you can do it. You can get to that level of protein. The quality of protein does matter. Animal protein is better. Of the animal protein, getting grass-fed organic is better than farm. But if you're not getting your protein intake at all, don't go. Don't worry about that part yet. It's not. It's not important. Get the protein. If you need to supplement with whey protein, go for it. Like uh, it's not expensive, and I think you'll see huge health health benefits. So, if you like this, I ask you to put it into action. You know, eat more protein this week. If you like this, please leave me a review. This is the Earn Your Title podcast, and I will talk to you later. Bye.